Hello, I'm Tom Moan, and today I'm beginning an old and yet continuing adventure. In 1968, my family and I returned to Tulsa, where I became the general manager of KORUFM and Oral Roberts, radio announcer. At that time, from 1968 until March of 71, I had a daily program entitled Good Morning Brother Pilgrim. And now after 50 years, I'm resurrecting it with a new title, Good Morning Fellow Pilgrim. And a pilgrim is a person who's on a journey, and in this case, a journey of the kingdom of God on earth as Jesus prayed. So I hope you'll join me as we look into the past, the present, and the future. This is the Good Morning Fellow Pilgrim podcast with Tom Moan for February 28th, 2020. Once again, good morning, fellow pilgrims. It's such a delight to be with you today, and I ask the Holy Spirit to continue what we began, reading from the Sermon on the Mount 5, 6, and 7 of Gospel according to St. Matthew. And what I really said was that what was lost in Eden, Jesus is coming to restore to bring us back into relationship with the Father. That's what the Sermon on the Mount's all about. Last time I read a great deal from the New American Standard Bible. I'd like to read from the Passion, the new translation that I've really come to appreciate. I'd like to read some of the verses that I read last time, emphasizing again the word Father. From Matthew chapter 5, I'm going to pick it up in verse Uh, uh, 41. Your ancestors have also been taught to love your neighbor and hate the one who hates you. However, I say to you, love your enemy, bless the one who curses you. Do something wonderful for the one who hates you and respond to the very ones who persecute you by praying for them. For that will reveal your identity as children of your heavenly Father. He is kind to all by bringing the sunrise to warm and rainfall to refresh, whether a person does what is good or evil. What reward do you deserve if you only love the lovable? Don't even the tax collectors do that? How are you any different then from others if you limit your kindness only to your friends? Don't even the ungodly do that? Since you are children of a perfect Father in heaven, you are to be perfect like him. Again and again, when we speak of the kingdom of God, it's the rule and the reign of Almighty God our Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ brings us back through his shed blood, not to, uh, 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 as a second Adam like first Adam, but second Adam is the first one of a brand new species but we're brought back into relationship with God the Father. The relationship had been broken. And then I read last time from from Matthew chapter 6 about examine your motives when you're doing good deeds. Don't do it just to be seen. And if you give alms, you know, don't do it just to be seen. He says, if you want to do something, give secretly to your Father who sees all you do. He'll reward you openly. The point simply being that God is after a relationship with us as children. 
I've read so often from Romans 8 where he talks about you and I become sons and daughters of the Most High God. I can recall when the uh, the Apostle Paul prays Papa, Daddy, and it just sends shivers up my spine. Can we get that intimate and personal with Almighty God, the Creator of heaven and earth, our Creator itself? himself. And that's what Jesus has purchased with his shed blood, that you and I can come back to a relationship with our Father. And the Sermon on the Mount is all about our relationship with our Father. I want to pick it up now. I'm going to, where he begins to talk about prayer in the sixth chapter. And I'm going to read this portion again from the Passion Translation. Chapter 6, Matthew. Here he's talking about prayer, and he says, Whenever you pray, go into your innermost chamber and be alone with Father God, praying to Him in secret. And your Father, who sees all you do, will reward you openly. When you pray, there's no need to repeat empty phrases praying like those who don't know God, for they expect God to hear them because of their many words. There's no need to imitate them, since your Father already knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray like this. And I can't tell you the revelation that has come to my wife and I in the last several months. It's, this verse has been there, of course, all along, and I, was, I remember reading it to Barbara and say, I, I, have I ever read this before? The Heavenly Father already knows what I need before I ask Him, therefore pray like this. And I began to realize that much of my Christian life, and I don't want to intimate in any way that when you bring your list of requests and intercessions to God that he says, no, you're doing it in the wrong order. I don't want to say that at all. But I have come oftentimes, and I just begin to pour out my heart to God. And I tell him, Father, this is a problem, and here's his concern, and etc., etc. And he very patiently listens to me. But listen to what the Scripture said and what Jesus taught. He said, Father already knows what I need before I ask him. And I began to see, my goodness, if he already knows what I need, then my list is fine as it is, as important as it is, as real and honest as it is, must take a second place. That what I need to do is come before my Father God in heaven and say, Father, you already know what I need. I wait for you to tell me, show me what I need for this day. Do you remember in the sixth chapter after Jesus talks about food, shelter, and clothing? In Matthew 6.33, he says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will, will come to pass. Well, it's those other things, food, shelter, and clothing, the basic needs of life, that press me and oftentimes would push to the front of my prayer life. And all this Jesus is telling us is your father knows you need all those things but I want you to realize that the real emphasis is seeking first the kingdom 
the kingdom of God, the righteousness of God. So he says, pray then like this, Father, you dwell in the heavenly realms. May glory come unto your name. And Barbara and I in the past several months have begun to pray this way. And we are amazed. For a while, we just simply waited on the Lord and said, Lord, we have so many concerns we want to bring to you. And I know that you will hear them. You're a loving, caring God because of what you expressed in and through Jesus Christ. But Father, we're trying to learn to come to you because you already know what we need before we even pray. And that was a new revelation for us. And so we would sit and wait, and sometimes for several minutes. And then one of us would begin to pray, Oh, Father, that's right. I need this this day. Thank you. And going throughout the day, we would realize that Father truly did know whatever one, everything that we needed for that day. And he would tell us sometimes beforehand. But I've gone back and I've looked at this Lord's Prayer again and again. And when he says, Your Father already knows what you need, pray then like this, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What does that mean? When I express our Father, Jesus is saying, because he knows what you need long before you ever ask him, he knows the need of your life. You may think the need of your life are those things that are important to daily life. And I've mentioned them further in the sixth chapter where he talks about the birds of the air and and the anxiety that food, shelter, and clothing and our lack or need, therefore, can produce such anxiety in us. And he understands that. And he doesn't dismiss it. He's just saying, that's not what's important. Pray to your fathers in heaven. And the text says it so beautifully. Let me put the two verses together now. Therefore, don't be like them. In other words, all of those meaningless reputations. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then. In other words, for us to pray that the Father will give us what He already knows we need. Here's the way we ought to pray. Father, there's a cry that goes out from us. Father, God, in the name of Jesus, you're in heaven. Blessed be your holy name. Praise and worship are the first thing that happens. Father knows we need praise and worship. And then what is the next? Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's what Jesus is saying here. He's not saying it's wrong necessarily to have needs. All of us have needs basic needs, some for healing, some for clothing, some for food, some for a job, some for a place to live. He knows all of that, but he's saying, learn to prioritize by my spirit. I know what you need most of all, and that's seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be supplied to you. And the question becomes, do I really believe that the Lord God Almighty will meet my basic needs of life in this realm? 
or do I have to pursue them first? And he's saying, no, you don't have to pursue them first. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all of these things shall be added to you. Added to you. Do we hear that? If we really do, and we really begin to pray this way, Barbara and I are are just noticing a rising level of faith and peace that passes understanding. Because the next portion is, when you seek the kingdom of God for his will to be done on earth, he says, then give us this day our daily bread. Well, what is that? It's the bread he knows we need for this day. It's a picture, at least in the New Testament context, of the manna of the Old Testament when they were hungry and needed food in the manna, and so God provided daily manna, and they would go out and pick it up. And they, if they tried to save enough for tomorrow, it got rotten, except on the Sabbath they could pick it up for two days. Well, I think that this seeking our, our daily bread is similar to that, only it's New Testament. And in the New Testament, what he's saying to us is, I know the bread you need for this day. Come to me and let me give you your daily bread. You don't know maybe what it is, but you open your heart and say, Father, would you please, as we pray for your kingdom to come on earth, supply us with the bread we need to bring your kingdom on earth. The kingdom's fine in heaven. There's no problem there. It's bringing the kingdom on earth. That's what Jesus came to do. Rejoice, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's on earth now because of everything that Jesus has accomplished in and through Calvary and his shed blood, his death, his ascension, and his seating at the right hand of God the Father and the pouring out of the Holy Spirit upon you and I. So when we pray this prayer, keep this in the back of your mind, that he already knows what we need before we ask him. Therefore, as Jesus encourages us, pray like this, because he already knows, Father, Papa, Daddy, you already know what I need. Blessed be your holy name. Hosanna to God in the highest. And peace on earth among men with whom he's well pleased. Glory to God. And Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, we become first and foremost disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, those who bring the kingdom on earth. I've often gone to the last verses of Matthew where it says, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, not converts, but disciples. A disciple is one who becomes like his master, In the name of Jesus. So I just pray that as you go through this Lord's Prayer, that you'll invite the Holy Spirit to bring into reality that God already knows what you need. So then pray like this. Father, Papa, Daddy, you know what I mean. I open my heart to you. Let your kingdom come and give me some daily bread. Daily bread. Praise the living God, for he is truly always and ever now. And he has fresh bread every day. Let us come to him first. He knows what we need before 
we even ask. Oh, there's so much more, and we'll touch some of that in the next podcast. But until then, may the Lord pour His Spirit out upon you and bless you as a kingdom man, as a kingdom woman, as a son and daughter of the living God. So close and so great is the redemption of Jesus that like Brother Paul, we can say, Papa, Daddy, Amen. This podcast is available for free download in iTunes and at moanministriesbookstore.com. Sarah Rahm's album, Days of Rain, is available on iTunes and most streaming platforms.